temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I, uh, we did uh, a lot of football so far tonight. I haven't gotten any hoops in. I did promise you some hoops, and we'll get some NBA in. That's a promise. Um, but uh, baseball, much more compelling right now. NBA's got a little drama to it, but preseason is compared to knocking on the door postseason. We need to talk baseball for the next 10 to 15 minutes. And here to help us do it is one of the best in the uh, business who covers them, uh, a free agent writer who is doing some free agent work for the New York Times these days. You catch him every once in a while for uh, Sirius XM on their MLB channel as well. Our buddy Scott Miller here with us on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Mr. Miller? Hey, Jody, real good. Nice to talk baseball with you on a Saturday night. Yes, it is. And it's uh, great in that we've still got drama going into the last day of the regular season. American League wild card and the National League Divisional Championship in the Western Division still sitting in bay. Let's go there first. Dodgers are ahead tonight. I think it's like 8-3 to three in the 7th or 8th inning. Uh, so it looks like it's going to come down to the last day of the season between the uh, Dodgers and the Giants to see who wins the division. If the Giants lose tomorrow and the Dodgers win, they finish in a flat-footed tie. They play one game to decide that division, Correct. Correct. On Monday, in San, it would be in San Francisco. And, uh, yeah, that's why I say the Giants better beat the Padres tomorrow while this is all still in their own hands. Right. All they got to do is win, and it's over. They don't even have to worry about what the Dodgers do. But if they don't win, it, the Dodgers, uh, you know, they're running into a Milwaukee team that is starting to rest its guys for the postseason. And, and I don't blame – I'd do the same thing if I was Craig Council. I would be like, hey, I won my division. My job now is to get my guys ready for the postseason. Uh, Corbin Burns only went two innings tonight before they pulled him. And uh, I think Craig Council said for the game, they're not using uh, Brent, Brent Woodruff uh, tomorrow. They're not using their top couple pitchers tomorrow. They're, they're uh, you know, so – Odds are the Dodgers are, are going to have be in really good shape again tomorrow. Right. And I uh, had a Dodger or a Giant fan on early on the show, and he started by talking about uh, Milwaukee not playing their best yep. players and the like. And I'm with you. I would do the same if I were Craig Council. And, oh, by the way, the reason that you can't even say that if you're a Giant fan is if there's a more down team in Major League Baseball right now than the San Diego Padres, I'd like you to name them. Because they have already been eliminated. They were expected to do more. They made more moves in season to push the chips into the middle of the table to make it this year all-in style. 
and they're going to the uh, first tee tomorrow on Monday morning. You got to go out and beat the Padres. This is on you. This isn't on uh, what are the uh, the Brewers doing to us. Go out and beat the Padres, who have zippity doo to play for if you're the Giants tomorrow. Exactly right. And, Jody, the, the, the Padres, this month, they've won like four games total, <laughs> all against the Giants. Giants need to take care of their own business. And, I mean, look, real quick on the integrity of the game, because that we always talk about that, and absolutely there's something to the integrity of the game. But to me, it's like if you're a second-division team, I mean, say the – Say the Cincinnati Reds were playing San Francisco tomorrow in a meaningless game for Cincinnati. Or say they were playing the Dodgers, either one. If you're Cincinnati, I think you are obligated to put your best lineup out. You can't just say, we're out of it, we're going to play a bunch of minor leaguers. I think if you're an also-ran like Cincy or you know whoever, take your pick, the Detroit Tigers, Minnesota Twins, I think you are obligated to play your A lineup in games that are meaningful to the standings or the playoffs. But if you're Milwaukee, like we said, if you've already clinched your division, taking care of your business, you're, you're, what you owe to the integrity of the game at that point is to make sure you're in good shape, rested, healthy for the playoffs. You and I see it exactly the same. Scott Miller, our baseball insider for us here on CBS Sports Radio, joining us on this Saturday night get-together. All right, two games ongoing. Dodgers and Brewers, we mentioned, now move to the, uh, I guess it's just just came in as a final. Um, Dodgers beat the Brewers. So, yes, that giant yeah. Padre game is going to be important. The Mariners and Angels are still playing. Seattle's up 3-1, top of the eighth. Uh, Angels coming to bat. Um, if they win tonight, there is still the potential for a four-way tie, four teams for two spots in the wild card tomorrow. It will take a loss by both the Red Sox and the Yankees and a win by both the Blue Jays and Seattle. But we could still have a four-way tie for those two wild card spots in the American League. How does that shake out? How do they determine who plays who? Uh, the two winners uh, would move it. How how will they determine how how where when those games are played? Yeah, that gets really complicated. And 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 but to your point, um, Seattle is leading the Angels three to one in the top of the eighth. Otani's a bat. I'm actually home watching that game right now. <laughs> Nobody out in the top of the eighth. And so if if the Mariners win, right now they're three to one. They got to finish it off. But um, yeah, if if um, if there's a four team race, that I mean, I think we'd have to get out the Encyclopedia Britannica Webster's Dictionary. You mean you don't know the tiebreakers right off the top of your head? A four team tie for two wild card spots. You don't know that, Miller. I know, I, I know. I, I, I sure know. as hell don't know it, and I should know it just as much as you should know it. So know full well I'm just busting your chops. I know. I know. But there's something crazy as it sounds. I think the Yankees in the Yankees and Red Sox, one of them, I think the Red Sox, because they have the tiebreaker over the Yankees, or the best record head-to-head against all four, one of them gets to pick. I think, like, the Red Sox get to pick if they want to play Toronto or 
Seattle. I think it's something crazy like that. And then the Yankees would get the other one. It, it's uh, it, it's really crazy. Yeah, we'll see. And and I love chaos. So I, I yeah. hate to say this, Yankees and Red Sox, but I'm kind of rooting against you tomorrow to see if this happens. Now, watch all four teams lose tomorrow. The Yankees and Red Sox get in because they got a game in ahead of time. And the, the reason that it's fun, not only because it's chaos, but it's also a ton of strategy because you got to win the next game. If you don't win the next game, it's over. Your season's over and done with. But when you do that, if you use certain pitchers and amount, yeah. well, then you got to turn around and come right back and play one more. When you move on, lose, you're done. You can go home, set your tee times. So you got to use all your bullets for that one. And then if you do win, one of the four teams are going to come out and continue on in the playoffs. Well, now you're at a massive disadvantage because you've had to play two games back-to-back. I guess you built up a little momentum, but you used a whole lot of pitching. The divisional winner who gets the wild card, which we know is going to be Tampa, is going to be in a pretty good stead if these guys have to play as much extra baseball, game 163 and then 164, before they ever get to the uh, Rays in Tampa. Yeah, and and if you're Tampa, obviously – you're pulling for a four-team tie, so everybody burns out their pitching. I'll tell you what, this is this is courtesy MLB.com. I, I've checked, so I can give it to you real quick. If the four teams tie, each team, the Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Mariners, would choose or receive a designation that their team A, B, C, or D. The club with the highest winning percentage in games among the four clubs tied chooses first who they want to play, and the second highest chooses second. So it's in this scenario, the Red Sox get the first choice. So I was right about that. The Blue Jays choose second, and, and that's how it goes. So then on Monday, Club A, likely the Red Sox, would host Club B, and Club C likely the Blue Jays, would host Club D. So for the Yankees, for example, on Monday, it would come down to their choice of traveling to either Boston or Toronto. And then the winners of the Monday games would then face each other Tuesday in the AL wildcard game. So how about that? I, you did a great job of explaining it. I think I think it's just that I'm not uh, all that bright. You lost me at one point. <laughs> Nor am I. I had to research it while we were talking. And and I appreciate you putting in the effort. So the Red Sox have the best winning percentage of all teams combined playing against each other. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. That, yes. That's my understanding. So I believe then the Red Sox in a four-way tie. I think they would choose who they play, but it, but it, 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 I think if the Yankees are the second seed, they couldn't choose them. They'd have to choose the Blue Jays or Mariners, but they would get a choice. So anytime you have extra postseason-type baseball and and the teams involved, one, of, one or two of them, like get to choose who they want to play, I think we're in unprecedented territory there, Jody. Yeah, that's never happened before. That I know off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. I might not know the exact ramifications of all the tiebreakers, but I know there's never been a scenario when there were enough teams tied that the team actually had a choice as to who they were going to play next. That would be a first. All right, out of those four teams, put them in order for me 
of potential to not only win the wild card, but then maybe cause some commotion going forward. Any of those four uh, play with the Jays or the White Sox or the Astros in your mind? Yeah. And in fact, as we're talking, if I may give a quick play by play, Jared Walsh, the Angels, just did a one out three run homer in the top of the eighth. The Angels have come back from a three to one deficit to take a four to three lead in the eighth. So suddenly the Mariners are hanging on to what we're talking about by a thread again, because they've obviously they've got to, if they lose tonight, they're eliminated, got to win tonight, got to win tomorrow. To your question, I'm, I think the Toronto Blue Jays could make the most noise if they get in. I just, the Yankees are too all or nothing for me. It, it, it's been proven over time. Teams that are kind of like slow-pitch softball teams and just rely on the home run. And I know Judge and Stanton have been so hot lately, but they don't, their pitching is sketchy and the home runs, the one-dimensional team, that's why the Yankees have been either hot or cold this year. They win 13 in a row, then they lose like seven out of nine, then they win five in a row. And, you know, you live by the home run, you die by the lack of home run. Red Sox, their pitching, I think, is getting worn out. And they haven't played that well lately. They've lost, what, five of seven, I think. Um, Seattle, I still am not buying. Toronto's got, they've got youth, talent. Um, you know, they've got a little bit of pitching there with, with Hyunjin Roo. And I like acquiring Jose Barrios from the Minnesota Twins. Um, you know, the, the Jays, uh, obviously, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you know, Bo Bichette. I think, you know, George Springer. I think the Jays, if they can just get in, I think they're the team that the Tampa Bay and others should be wary of. And thank you for that update. We'll see how that plays out. We'll keep it on uh, straight through the rest of the show. Four, three angels now in the top of the eight. They're still batting. Uh, this is what I do remember, the three-team scenario, which yep. is really interesting. Again, we're back to designations, A, B, and C and a team with the best record amongst the teams playing each other get to pick their designation because it is different when you have three teams. When you have four teams, it's easy. Two teams play each other. The two teams that win are your two wild cards. Then I got to turn around and play the next day in a wild card. When you got three teams as an odd number, it makes it more difficult. It's team A, B, and C. You get to pick which designation. The order that they finish in, you get to pick whether you want to be A, B, or C. If you pick Team A, that means you host Team B in a one-game showdown. If you win that, then you host Team C. So you have to win two games. Now, you get them both in your house, or you can pick being Team C, which means you only have to win one game. You get to sit out and wait while A and B play each other the day before, but then you've got to win that one game on the road. It seems to me like I would choose Team C because I'd always rather win one game than two games, even if I've got to do so on the road. So whoever is the team that the Red Sox have that best record of all the teams involved, um, I would choose Team C if I were them, which means uh, B and C would have to – A and B would have to play uh, depending on who A and B is, and I think I've confused the entire audience now. But uh, (laughs) I gave it my best shot the same way you did. Yeah. Well, and I agree with you. In that scenario, if I had my choice, I think I'd pick 
I choose to be Team C yep. so that I just, as you said, even though it means going on the road, if I just have to win one game, I'd rather do that because we know in baseball statistically, I mean, home field advantage can be important, but it's not like it is in football and basketball where it can be really important. You know, road teams win on base in baseball, and it's not that big of a surprise. So I think even if I had to go on a road, I'd pick to be Team C because, like you said, you only have to win one game. And in that one game, theoretically, the two teams that played the night before uh, – burn some of their pitching and and if i'm team c i gamble that they burn more of their pitching than they want to uh by the time they get to me in the one game i have to win we're talking to scott miller here with us on cbs sports radio about the final day of the baseball season into the playoffs we talked already about the giants dodgers somebody's gonna win somebody's gonna lose somebody's gonna have to go play in the wild card and they're going to have to play the Cardinals, who have been unquestionably the hottest team in baseball. There have been teams that have finished strong. The Dodgers and Giants have both finished strong, just not as strong as the Cardinals, who ripped off as many in a row as they did. You know that Adam Wainwright is going to get the nod, and he's as good a story as there is in Major League Baseball this year. If either the Dodgers or the Giants lose that one-game play-in, Will it be enough for baseball to overreact and say, we need to rethink the playoffs there? Because we got a team that won 100 games and they're going to get 100 plus and going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. We have to reconfigure our playoff uh, strategy in the way we do this. Is that a possibility? I pause only because I'm trying to figure out the best answer here. I think. The first thing, I'm going to give you two answers. It just hang with me here, and, and it'll make sense. The first answer, I'm going to say no. It, it, if a if 100-win team gets bounced, it won't, it won't cause baseball to do a knee-jerk reaction and reconfigure everything. And the reason I say it won't, emphasis on a knee-jerk reaction, it won't be a knee-jerk reaction, is because, remember, the collective bargaining agreement expires after this season. So next year, assuming the owners and players can hammer something out, there'll be a new agreement. And I think with that agreement, we're going to see expanded playoffs like we saw last year, something similar, whatever the format's going to be. So I think even if a 100-team loss gets bounced this year, that's why I say I don't think it'll be a knee-jerk reaction, and baseball is going to say, "Oh my gosh, we got to redo everything," because I think they're naturally at a point with the new CBA where they're going to redo things anyway. Now, the one repercussion could be it would maybe make baseball make sure if they expand the playoffs in the new CBA that they make sure that a hundred, you know, two hundred team win teams don't play in the first round you know i think that i think in the new cba with expanded playoffs maybe we're going to see some kind of seeding kind of like we did last year understood and uh, good point by you i'm asking you for a knee-jerk reaction. well first things first they have to agree to play baseball in 2022 yeah. which i don't know is going to be as easy as some people think 
if I were to make a yay or nay vote right now, will they get a full 162 games in next year? My answer would be no. I, I think we're looking at major collective bargaining problems going into next year. Uh, but we're not there yet. We still got to decide this season. We've broken down the playoffs as best we can. I got to ask you the question. I think I asked you three weeks ago when I had you on last, and we didn't have the answer then, and I still don't have the answer now. Who's going to be the MVP of the National League? That is a really good question. Um, I, I think the fact it's interesting in that the best individual seasons, when you account for home runs and OPS and war, the best individual seasons are three guys who are going to be watching the playoffs this month from the sidelines, of course. Correct. You know, Juan Soto of the Nationals, Bryce Harper of the Phillies and Fernando Tatis Jr. of the Padres. Um, I think those three are certainly in the mix. They're going to finish top five. Um, I think, uh, I think you're looking at uh, a dark horse for me and I would support him uh, big time is Brandon Crawford of the San Francisco Giants. He's had a career year. He's been the best player on the best team in the National League. And I understand some of the new age statistics. People go crazy like, wait a minute, his war is nothing like Juan Soto's or Bryce Harper's or, you know, his his uh, OPS, whatever. Brandon Crawford, I, I think this is a year, if any, where you need to look beyond just the eye-glittering offensive numbers. I mean, I know people get frustrated because you can't – defensive stats are a little nebulous, but the overall game of Brandon Crawford, offense, his stellar play at shortstop, the heart and soul of the San Francisco Giants, um, I think you can make a good case for him. Of the other three guys I mentioned, uh, I think – you know, Bryce Harper, probably his numbers have come more consistently over a full year. I think I'd rank him above Soto or Tatis. You know, Tatis, a couple of weeks ago, you know, people said thought he was going to be a slam dunk guy. But, you know, he's cooled off when, when they put him in the outfield instead of shortstop to try to preserve his shoulder. Uh, he went through a two- or three-week offensive slump. Um, he wasn't happy in the outfield. The smile disappeared from his game. We saw what happened in that dugout tete-a-tete uh, he had with Manny Machado two weeks ago, you know, where Machado was airing him out, saying this is about the team, not about you. MVPs, don't, they're not on the business end of lectures like that. So I, I think Tatis Jr., to me, has lost a lot of altitude. It'll be very interesting to see how that vote breaks out. We won't get to that for a while. Got to get through the playoffs first. Know you're doing some work for the New York Times in the playoffs. I'll be reading you there if it's uh, preferable for you to drive up to Los Angeles rather than have to get in a plane and fly up to San Francisco to do your NL playoff work. I hope it goes the way you prefer it. <laughs> uh, Scotty, great stuff. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Appreciate it. Always fun talking, Jody. And you know what? It's that time of year. I can't wait to go wherever the baseball takes me, and I appreciate you looking out for me. I do know I'll be up to San Francisco probably regardless anyway. Uh, 
uh, L.A. and San Francisco, I'll pro- I'm expecting to see both places in the next week or two. So it's all good, and let's sit back and enjoy. Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun, isn't it? It surely will be. Scotty, great stuff. That's Scott Miller from uh, the New York Times doing work for them for the upcoming MLB playoffs, and you catch them every once in a while on Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. All right, Jody Mack coming back. We'll get the phones restoked. Get aboard at 855-212-4227. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.